You are listening to the Going Paperless with ADHD podcast with me, Morgan Dotson. And so this episode is all about questioning everything. Now, it'll be a little bit different than some of the normal episodes I do where I dive deep into something and just go all the way down the rabbit trail with you. Um, This one will be a little bit different. I want to just encourage you to question everything in a way that's constructive. So that being said... I want to share a little bit about questioning everything as it relates to thoughts about yourself. Now, use this topic on anything. Um, I find it particularly helpful to apply it to thoughts that feel like they should feel good. They sound good, but they feel like shit. (laughs) So this Christmas, so it's 2021, right? I do this like cute, nice little planning thing at the end of... um, not the end of the summer, but kind of I talk about it in the trimesters podcast of beginning of fall, I start to think about how much I want to spend on each person for each Christmas gift and what I'm doing for Christmas and how, you know, what gifts I'm going to buy, who I have to buy for those kinds of things. So that quote unquote, I am not blindsided by suddenly now I'm panicked to get Christmas presents. It's kind of like, I saw this thing on Pinterest. You guys know on Pinterest, or even you may have one, I have this letter board where you put those little plastic letters on and um, on the like lines of this felt letter board, there was one that said, there are two stages of Christmas planning. Stage one, I have plenty of time. Stage two, oh no. <laughs> so I got a kick out of that one. Um, I didn't put that on my thing this year. I put a, I put a different one. Um, but isn't that so true, right? And I'm like, blind like literally this year I was like blindsided even though in the fall I did like all the things I did the budget I laid down the groundwork and all the things and then it got to be like I don't know week before Thanksgiving I was so overwhelmed I'm like what the fuck happened like I don't listen I still don't even know I felt like I was paying attention I don't know listen anyway so I'm getting coaching and I'm like this is taking so much fucking time to shop and decide things and I am I swear, like, it just was so painful trying to, like, pick present. I'm like, why is this so hard? By the way, that's a terrible question to ask yourself. Please never ask it. But that's what I asked, right? Okay, also, if this does nothing but comfort you to prove to you that I'm a human with a brain, a human brain too, you're welcome. Okay, so I was getting coaching. And we basically got down to the thought of, like, Like, why do I go through this whole process of getting gifts or even like questioning, why do I buy Christmas presents for people? My easy default answer is like, everybody buys Christmas presents. You're supposed to buy Christmas. It's Christmas, right? You buy presents for people. And if you don't, like what the fuck, there's there's not an alternative. So the part where I, you know, it just is helpful to question everything because the thought that kept coming back in certain coaching things I was getting was... I'm a good gift giver. Think about this thought. I'm a good gift giver. It sounds nice, but it feels like absolute shit. I am a good gift giver, right? For me, if I'm thinking about buying a gift present, like there are a couple of like Nails family things where we buy a gift, like we have a spending cap and we buy a gift that would work for any other adult. Not like I'm buying gift a gift for Neil and I know what he likes and therefore I'm buying him this. It's like this gift would work for any adult. And then we do like this exchange thing and it's a whole thing. So like thinking even about those versus like I'm buying my sister or something specific, right? It's like I'm such a good gift giver though. 
right? So then I go like save ideas throughout the year. First off, let's even just think about the thought, feel, act cycle here, right? Thought, feel, act cycle being, I have a thought, it creates a feeling, that feeling drives my actions. And ultimately that delivers my results. The thought, I am a really good gift giver. Again, it sounds nice, but it feels for me like it brings up the emotions of pressure. And like, if perfectionism were a feeling, like if that were an emotion that would fit in a feeling line of the model, of the thought relax cycle, like that would be it. Pressure, like urgency for survival. It felt like very urgent and important and serious. <laughs> and I can laugh about it now because I've done so much work, even just the last couple months on this of, I can giggle at it, even though it caused me a tremendous amount of pain this Christmas. Now, if those are my feelings, which, okay, question everything too. It's like, you would think that thought is good, but when you really question, what does it make you feel? I'm a good gift giver makes me feel pressure and urgency and seriousness and importance. Okay. Okay. We'll stick with it. Now, what do I do when I feel those things? I over-research, I over-analyze, I overthink about like when someone opens this gift, what are they thinking? Are they thinking, oh my God, that was a good gift. That was a good one. Or maybe they're not really even going to have a thought about it. Probably more likely than not, they don't give a shit of like, this is just for fun. Who cares what we actually receive? Right. But in my brain, like it's running wild. Okay. So like other things I was doing was like over-researching, like I said, but it was like the over-researching for me would be like, okay, throughout the year, like if I have a random idea of like, oh, that would go good for such and such Christmas or, oh, my sister would love that. I have this notion page where like each person is a list and I just throw ideas in there. Every once in a while, you know, around birthdays and stuff, I'll go look at it and be like, oh, okay, that's a cool one. Let's go pick that in. Like, let's just go. And it's easy, right? But like for this Christmas, for whatever reason, like I'm not even surprised that I did this, but I went in there and I'm like looking at the board and I'm like, I even have a, a list of stuff that's like, these things would work good for this Christmas exchange we do that the white elephant type gifts are very funny versus like an actual gift someone would like and use. So I'm like, even those ideas, I'd look at them and then say, oh, I could do better because I'm such a good gift giver. And then I'd like recreate the wheel and go researching more different things or even like brainstorming under the like guise of, but I'm a good gift giver. So like I can do better than what's already on this list. So then when I really take a step back to think about it, if I'm in, I had another thing that's super hard, like not even hard, but just like impossible is like another thing I was doing was thinking about like, whenever we go back to thinking about people pleasing and perfectionism, go back and listen to that episode I did a while back on um, people pleasing. Let me find the number for you because it's like, it's way back. Okay, number 21, people pleasing. And then 19 is perfectionism. So one thing I dive deep into in the people pleasing one is, and even probably perfectionism, but they're all three. That was like a little series I did. Number 19, perfectionism. And then 20, procrastination. Number 21, people pleasing. That was like a little series I did. Likely if you're one of those, you are all of those. That's just good to know. So I talk about how it's not hard. It's not that it's, it's just hard to change people's thoughts about you. It's impossible. It's not even like it's hard, but worth it. It's just like downright damn impossible. So when it comes to like a Christmas gift, like let's say someone opens my gift my brain really wanted my gift, which is now that person's neutral circumstance that they have any thought about, wanted my gift 
to then make the person think, oh, wow, she's such a good gift giver. She's so good. That's a good one. Impressive. <laughs> okay. It's just good to know that that's what my brain wants them to think, right? Which sounds good, but like when you're in it and you're researching gifts, nothing is ever fucking good enough that will hypothetically make someone think that. Like nothing ever is fucking good enough, right? Let's say even if I found something, it's like, is it even in the budget I set? I'm willing to, to wiggle a little, do a little extra, but like even if I had all the money in the world, like come on. So that's just good to know. Like my brain wanted to change other people's thoughts about me. So then, like, let's say they did think that about me. Then what am I giving myself permission then to think about me? Let's say they think, oh my God, she's such a good gift giver. That was so impressive. That's a good one. Then I could think, yeah, I'm a good gift giver. And then what would that thought make me feel in that scenario? Confident. Like all I'm really wanting is just feel confident. Right? Maybe even certain. Like, I just want to feel confident. Like, I'm a good gift giver, right? So, okay, how do we solve this? Questioning everything, right, is important. Because the feel, like, it made me feel like shit turns out, right? So it's like, okay, that thought could create a net positive result. I'm like, I pick a good gift out, a good gift out. Okay, cool. But when it comes to evaluating and questioning whether you want to keep a thought or not, Evaluate whether it gives you a net positive result or a net negative. For me, it was a net negative because I was spending way too much time, spending way too much thinking about it. I was for sure just overthinking all around, stressing myself out for like no val, like no, there was no upside to the extra stress, right? It's kind of like if you go to the gym and you do an extra hard, strenuous workout. But it's like, oh, no, that doesn't actually yield anything. Like, think about if you were to do an extra hard workout and it's like for nothing, actually. Like, maybe, you know, a little bit of stress is good because you have to, like, actually, like, put stress on your muscles to build them, to break them down and then to build them. But then think about, like, you worked extra hard and it was for nothing because it was, like, diminishing returns after that. I'd be pissed. I'm like, I worked my ass off. And for nothing, it doesn't even do any. Like, okay, so that's what it was like. It was like I was stressing myself out. A little bit is fine. You know, I'm trying to get pres presents picked out. Fine. But then the negative part comes in of like, I'm overstressed out. For no reason. I don't even, what I don't get anything out of being so stressed out. Cool. All right. So then my result is like all the things I just listed. So then what do I do, right? How do I solve for that? You got to take a step back and just be like, okay, what do I want? I love asking that question to myself, to my clients, to anybody, to my friend. It doesn't matter. Okay. All of this. And now we know. Okay. Now what do I want? I'm like, okay, here's what I want. I do kind of want to keep that thought. I do kind of want to keep it. I like being a good gift giver. I just can skip all the part where it causes me a lot of pain. I can just skip right ahead to the end and just be like, yeah, I'm a good gift giver. And that means I don't get all perfectionistic and like at my, like buy presents at my own expense. Like, especially even if I overspend them past what I wanted to spend. Right. So what I want is to buy presents and not like do mental chess about what are they going to think about me? If this is like the gift I give in this particular setting. Like that's so fucking exhausting and, and like Neil 
nicely yet like I wanted to a little bit punch him for pointing this out when we were on a trip to Branson this past weekend of like we were just randomly chatting about this gift exchange we do with his family and because he like somewhat last minute picks his he put some thought into it but like he is a good example for me of like he for sure does not overthink it not really (laughs) I'm like bless, bless you so he was we were just saying like nobody really gives a shit like and then he even asked me like or I don't know I forget if he asked me or I asked him of like I can't even remember what other people give I was like a little pissed <laughs> like listen I put all this fucking effort into these gifts and I I couldn't even tell you what I gave last year I couldn't even tell you like I maybe remember a few random things but like do I remember what all the other people gave as their gift in the exchange not really I'm like oh my god <laughs> so this is where it's like okay for sure I'm done with this thought I'm over it Neil is asking can you send me my insurance card <laughs> and then he texts back you probably heard it earlier I caught it okay cool found it cool so anyway what do I want I want to still keep that thought but just change the tone of it where it doesn't make me feel like shit I can keep the thought and make and like if I think the thought I am a good gift giver Then suddenly, instead of feeling pressure and urgency, I feel certain and I feel confident, which is what I wanted to begin with, right? But now if I just go back and I change the tone and I just say, yeah, I am a good gift giver. I don't do it at my own expense. I don't overspend. I I pick B minus gifts, right? Go back and listen to episode 50, why B minus work is more motivating than A plus work. I could hypothetically do an exact podcast episode on Christmas presents of like B minus presents. Good. Got it. That'll do right. Versus perfectionism presents. Like it doesn't even exist. Right. So I want to just pick out B minus presents. This will get the job done. It is a good gift. Right. And I will love it even more by deciding ahead of time that it's a great gift. That is a great gift. I'm the only one that gets to decide that. Right? There's no like rule of like governing board of directors that says that's a bad Christmas gift. Even if it was a bad Christmas gift, I could still choose to think that was a good gift. Right? Think about that. Like, let's say hypothetically, like they talk on the Rizzuto show. I talk about that sometimes. Like, I just love the Rizzuto show. They're out of St. Louis. It's like these four or five guys. They do like this morning talk show. And I, it's just, it's the most stupid thing. I just love it. Anyway, one of them on there, the character, like I say character. It's not, they're not, they're just real people moon the person on their named moon he like is traditionally bad at giving christmas gifts like it's his thing he's just not good at it (laughs) and it's funny like some of the i feel like maybe he was gonna give someone or like his plan was or or one year he gave like one of his friends an expired hot sauce or something as a gift but his thought probably going into it giving the gift is like this is a good gift (laughs) right it's a good gift but like arguably Giving expired hot sauce as a Christmas gift, <laughs> not a good gift, arguably, right? But he still could very easily think and probably did think that's a good gift. I'm giving that. That's a good gift, right? He probably didn't even know it was expired, but that just goes to show like you're the only one that really gets to decide if it's a good gift or not. Isn't that a trip? That's what I wanted. So then the work was to just decide, which happens in a moment, not the elapsed amount of time you decide to spend on the presence, right? I just decide and I go and it's not perfect, but it will do and it'll be just as hilarious. 
There are certain hilarious gifts. I cannot say because this might air before Christmas. Who knows if my little nephew Sawyer will hear it or not before then doubtful. He sometimes tells his mom to turn my podcast on in the car. So sweet. Anyway, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare spoil it ahead of time. But there was a present that I had to order special with like my custom face on it of like a custom thing. And like my hair looked stupid on it. It like cut off my hair weird. The automated thing did. And I'm like, I look stupid, but it'll do. It'll be hilarious either way. I was like, whatever. I'm just going. So I'm like, let's just go. Anyway. So anyway, I got all my presents ordered. Like even before we left on our trip, I didn't have to think about it during the trip. Oh, what a relief. Versus stressing up until the very last minute of like, who cares if they're not as perfect as I would hope for them to be? At least I'm fucking done. Right? And now I can just focus on, okay, what day am I wrapping? What day am I wrapping my presents? Right? And I can get very artistic. And this is another exercise in B minus work of, I like to wrap things beautifully. And I did floral design in college. And I know how to do all the fancy bows even. I could do all of them with the best of them. So like, I for sure can wrap super fucking good. I'm very meticulous. It's very soothing and calming. So like, it would be very easy for me to spend way more time on this than I need to. If I want to do that, that's fine. I just need to go into it with the intention of like, this is going to just be for fun, right? I could do it efficiently, effectively, and just be like three hours, I'm in and I'm out and I will just throw shit in bags. It'll still look good, right? I could decide ahead of time that I do want to do it in more of like a leisurely way. I could turn on a Christmas movie or like a really great audio book or podcast. And I just like let myself take a luxuriously long amount of time on it. I could do that. And I might do that. I probably will do that. Right. Versus going in thinking this is going to take three hours and then getting in and being like, but I want to just make all the pretty bows and do all the things. And it's so perfect. And I just, and then there's that conflict there. Right. So who cares how long it really takes? Just go in and like, just know what you want to get out of it, I think is a good point there. So, okay. To sum it up, question everything, even the things that sound good, question them all. They might be good and you want to keep them in. It's a perfectly fine and lovely thought and you want to keep it cool. Now, at least, you know, for certain. So there you go. That's what I got for you guys today. And, um, Let's see, the next live coaching call, if you're interested in getting free life help from me, whether in the chat box or raising your hand on a call and I'll call you up on live, no topics off limits. The next one is January 11th. It's always the second Tuesday of the month at 2 p.m. Central, right? So it'll be 2 p.m. Central. Now get on the email list. I'll put it in the show notes and just go to morgandotsoncoaching.com and just get on the main email list. There's only one big hunk, hunk thing like then I lump you all in. And that will be where you get the link to join the webinar call. And that's all you need, really. Put it on the calendar. It's an hour long and I'll hop on there, give a little teaching and then bring some people on to get coached or like I said, put your thing in the chat box. So there you go. So if you are interested in coaching with me, just head on over to morgandotsoncoaching.com and sign up for our consult call. It's 90 minutes, you guys. I take it seriously right? Hop on there. We'll talk about all the things that you're needing help with and talk about coaching. So if you are interested in taking any of this work deeper that I talk about on the podcast, go on over there and book your call. Um, if any of the times don't work, just email me a couple that do work and I will make them work on my end. So that's what I've got for you guys this week. I will see you all soon. Bye.